Hey friends, Ryan Dorn here. Coming up on this edition of the podcast, maybe during COVID-19, your sales flame has fizzled out just a little bit. Well, we're going to share with you seven ways to reignite that sales conversation. Of course, we're going to show sympathy and be compassionate, but it's probably time to get back to selling. So we'll set all the politics aside and give you some ideas on that, as well as three great listener questions about using LinkedIn post-COVID, as well as how to get some conversations started, and of course, how to deal with your boss and all that other crazy kind of stuff. All right, friends, that's all coming up straight ahead on the podcast. Stick around. Stay close. Here we go. Live from the Brainswell Media Studios, this is the Ryan Dorn Business Show. Ryan is a 30-year Emmy-winning sales, marketing, and leadership advisor. He has touched over half a billion dollars in revenue and still sells every day. Ryan has been featured in Forbes, USA Today, and has trained over 20,000 professionals in seven countries. Now, here's your coach, your confidant, your fellow business warrior, Ryan Dorn. Thanks, Deborah. Ryan Dorn here, friends. Welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. We're going to get your listener questions here in just a couple of minutes and some other great ideas. Let's talk about seven ways to create quality post-COVID sales conversations. Now, at the onset, friends, I think it's important for all of you to know, one of the things that makes me different is I still sell every day. (laughs) A lot of these these trainers and so-called quote-unquote gurus out there using air quotes, um, those folks haven't sold in a very, very long time. So the ideas that I'm sharing with you on the show each and every month are things that I'm actually doing with my customers in a sales and marketing environment. These aren't things that I've read in a book. These aren't things that have been used uh, since 1980. These are new and evolving ideas. And when you think about COVID and post-COVID sales, it's important for me first to start out with just a little brief statement. In no way, shape, or form am I trying to downplay or diminish the dramatic impact that the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, has had on America and the United States. And I don't want to get into any politics. I think you all can handle your own politics in your own way. I do, though, see, though, that we need to start our sales conversations. We've got to start getting back to business, whatever that means for your particular company as it relates to sales and marketing. So as I talk through these business ideas, friends, don't ever misunderstand as I joke around, as we have some fun together. Don't ever think that I don't take seriously what COVID-19 has done to our friends, some of our family, and some of our colleagues. All right, so let's talk about seven ways to get back to business here. Number one, the time really is now for us to get back to sales conversations. Now, there are a lot of folks out there on the social webs out there talking about selling during COVID-19. It was tough, and um, the conversations were rough at the beginning. Well, now at the time of this recording, you know, we're some almost two months into this, and the conversations are okay now. Now, you know, maybe one out of 50 folks that I'm going to call on, they've been personally impacted Something has happened in their family, and they're not ready to talk. And I get it. I totally get it. And so for those folks, when I get them on the phone, I just apologize. I sympathize and just say, hey, you know, when you're ready to talk, talk, I'm here. I'm here for you. So, but the time is now. But you want to be careful. One of the things that I hear a lot of sales reps doing that I think is just wrong, and marketers as well, is starting every conversation with, hey, Bob, how you doing? Now, if you've known the person for 45 years, even for five years, I recognize that you know them. They, you might consider them a colleague, and so you might start the conversation with, hey, hey, Bob, how's it going? But if you're calling on me or I'm calling on a new prospect and I don't know them from anybody, I think asking them about their personal health probably is not the most positive way to start the conversation. Also, everybody's starting the conversation that way. Unfortunately, it leads to a pretty negative start to a sales call. 
So what I like to do is take a little different spin on it. I might say, hi, Bob, I've got some news to share with you. Some good news, as a matter of fact. Would you have time for a new idea? Or, hey, Bob, I see some light here at the end of the old proverbial business tunnel, and I'd love to chat with you a little bit about some new ideas. What do you think? And I think that's a really appropriate way to start the conversation. Now, I just want to caution you again. When you start a conversation with, hi, Bob, how you doing? You might get someone that says back to you, well, Ryan, how the blank do you think I'm doing? So I'm not saying you shouldn't sympathize. I'm just saying that everybody starting every conversation with, hey, how you doing? And a lot of times it leads to a pretty negative conversation or a pretty negative start. You know, it's really up to you and your personal preference. It was a little tough for me in the beginning to just kind of get right past the, hey, how you doing? Now, remember, if you've had a relationship with somebody for years, I fully recognize that you want to find out, hey, what they're doing. But otherwise, my first tip for you is to try to start the conversation with a little more positive phrasing for a little more positive conversation. Second thing, recognize, friends, a lot of people are still working from home. Here's what's really interesting about COVID-19. On a positive side, if there is such a thing, on a positive side, pretty much everybody knows how to do a go-to-meeting or a Zoom meeting now. So that makes it a little bit easier to sell. We had my mom on a Zoom meeting the other night. So come on, guys. If my mom can run Zoom, okay, you guys can too, okay? I love her, but she's not the most technically savvy person. But you know what? She's doing great advancing on technology here in uh, in COVID-19 and in a post-COVID world. Many folks are still working from home. So the chances of catching them in a non-distracted environment, now they might have kids, etc. I mean the distractions they normally would find at work. The chance of catching them at home in a more of a non-distracted way could be pretty possible. Or if you looked on LinkedIn, you see they've got six kids. They might be heavily distracted working from home. Just recognize a lot of folks are still working from home. So what that means is idea number three, recognize that prospecting times have changed. Marketing reception times have changed. So here on the show, we talk about sales. We talk about marketing. All right, let's talk about pre-COVID. I'd be advising you pre-COVID to call folks at 11.15 and 4.15. 11.15 because most people don't book meetings before lunch. So pretty good chance you're going to get through to them. 4.15, most people don't book meetings before going home. So your chance of getting through to them is actually pretty good. Well, during COVID and post-COVID, especially if people are working from home, 4 o'clock has become the new 5 o'clock. So that afternoon time block for me has definitely changed. So that's changed to be more like, let's just say, around a, a 3.15 prospecting block. Now, how about the morning? Well, I'm noticing that a lot of folks are getting to work sooner when they're working remote. Now, you might have kids to get started on schoolwork and that kind of thing. But I'm noticing that a lot of folks are responding to emails earlier in the day. So what I've been doing is changing that 11.15 time block to more like a 10 to 10.30 time block, specifically for prospecting. Here's the takeaway on that. Look at your client list, monitor your CRM, and look and see when people are responding. Of course, friends, keep your emails, keep your marketing short. Recognize, though, friends, from a marketing perspective, it's important to hit people not at random times, but at times that you're going to get the very best open rate. In the past, 11.15, 4.15 in their time zone was great. Now I'm noticing it's more like a 10.30-ish and somewhere around 3.15 to 3.30-ish time block 
as it relates to that. So make sure you recognize times have changed. Idea four for you. What I like to do is work with people on their deadlines. So in the post-COVID world, there's going to be a lot of deadlines as people get back to some semblance of normalcy. So rather than asking needs, goals, and desires, what I'm really focusing in on is recognizing, hey, what are your deadlines? As you get back to work, what are the deadlines that are being placed on you from a technology perspective, from a marketing perspective, from a sales perspective, and then work backwards from those deadlines? See, a lot of times in the sales world, what we do is we sell forward, meaning that we work with folks and we try to push them into our sales funnel rather than us working with their particular sales funnel or their buying cycle. So one of the things that I'm doing is really getting intimate with what are your deadlines? What do you have coming up? What's going on? And then I back myself into success, use their own deadlines to potentially drive the conversation forward from my perspective. All right, idea number five for you. Friends, recognize you are 50, 60, 70% more likely to do business post-COVID with somebody that has already done business with you in the past. Now, why is that statistically really accurate? I know that's a range, 50 to 70%, but you're more likely to do business with people from the past. Well, there's two things in sales that really stop us. One, with new customers, stranger danger. Now, stranger danger is real. Now, the second thing that's there is going to be health issues, safety concerns. Now, some of you in the past, you've been really big on getting face-to-face with your customers. I'm going to say over the next six months or so, that's probably pretty unlikely. Now, the good news is, as I mentioned previously here a couple seconds ago, is that people are getting pretty darn good with Zoom, GoToMeeting, Google Meet, that kind of thing. So I think that video selling has become sort of a new thing that's very, very important for all of us to embrace. But you're more likely to also get a referral from a past customer. So what's your referral program? Now, I like to refer business. I think it's good for business. I think people appreciate it. But you really got to ask yourself, hey, you know, what am I really going to get in terms of a referral? Do you have a good referral program? All right, idea six for you. You really got to set time zones and you really have got to create a good rhythm. It'll really help keep you focused. So when you're setting time zones, be asking yourself, like I mentioned earlier, how has the time zones changed in a post-COVID world? Think about that. But then also recognize that you need to get religious about those time zones. Block them out, pay attention to those time zones, and really live and die by them. Get consistent randomness, it's really not going to help you. And then I also use lists in my CRM to keep me focused. Whether you tag customers in your lists, whatever you do, during those time zones, I like to work a lot of lists. And I think that's important too. All right, number seven for you, creating great post-COVID conversations. Really recognize, friends, sales is a numbers game. Now, I love relationships, but when push comes to shove, math doesn't lie. So make sure that you understand sales is a numbers game. How many phone calls will you need to make? How many emails will you need to send for you to get a meeting booked with somebody? And then once you book that meeting, how many meetings does it take for you to actually get a closed deal? Friends, it's okay to sell in a post-COVID world. Of course, be sympathetic, but then just recognize that the time is now to sell, get back to work, stay ahead of the game. And friends, I think we're going to be successful in a post-COVID world. 
All right, we got some great stuff coming up. Questions from Barb, Travis, and Terry. And Mike Obert from Open Look is going to help me dissect those. We'll come back here in just a couple seconds and answer those and so much more right here on the podcast. Stick around, friends, and stay close. We'll be back. The Ryan Dorn Business Show is brought to you in part by Open Look Business Solutions. Need data cleanup, a virtual assistant, graphic design, or telemarketing? Reach out to Mike at open-look.com for information. That's open-look.com. How about a new website? Now more than ever before, having a world-class website is mission critical. Ryan has partnered with Web Publisher Pro to offer his clients top-notch websites that focus on lead generation and revenue. Reach out to David at webpublisherpro.com for more information. That's webpublisherpro.com. Now, back to the show. Here's your coach, Ryan Dorn. All right, friends and fans, one of my favorite times of the podcast each and every month is when Mike Obert from OpenLook Business Solutions jumps on the line with us. And, and uh, Mike, we've been talking a little bit um, through COVID-19. I'm sure that uh, things are rolling the right direction. Are you getting used to, to being uh, confined at home with the kids and everything like that? Lock my door, lock the bedroom door every morning and say, nobody come in, nobody come in. But yeah, we're getting, we're getting used to it. We're getting the hang of it for sure. And I imagine now that people are working from home, they're really utilizing your services uh, even more in terms of virtual assistance and, and things like that, and I assume. Projects and things that need to get done and they can't find people to get it done. So yeah, the last couple months have been really crazy for us. Oh, that's great. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, um, I, you know, you see me do all these social media updates like almost every day. And it's Mike's team from OpenLook, uh, my virtual assistant there, that um, keeps all that stuff updated. So uh, thanks, Mike, for all the, the hard work on that. Yep. No, we love you. Love yeah. you, Ryan. I appreciate it. So, okay, let's um, answer these listener questions. We got uh, Barb from Idaho, uh, Terry from Chicago, and uh, Travis from Birdbank that's Burbank that sent in their questions. Hey, if you got questions, friends, send them over to me, ryan at ryandorn.com. And uh, Mike and I will dissect those. So, all right, good question. Uh, Barb from Idaho, here's the uh, question. And uh, Mike, this one's actually addressed to you. You're very popular. So uh, it even says, hey, Mike. (laughs) Um, Hey, Mike, um, what are some ideas to keep me focused on sales as I work remotely? Uh, Mike, some thoughts on that? And I'll throw in my two cents as well. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The, you know, most people are going to say, hey, time management and plan your day. But when you're working remote, I mean, let, let's be honest, like all of our days are just all upside down right now. We're all trying to get used to doing it. So some things that I've found that is, has worked for me and some work for some of the people that I work with is you're going to have to start doing some things at some odd hours. So I'm getting up extra early, 5.30, 6 o'clock, trying to get as much of the maintenance type stuff out of the way before the kids get up or before things start rolling around the house. Um, so that I can stay focused on those tasks during that time. And then you're just going to have to have a a pretty fluid schedule throughout the day. Right. So, you know, I, if you want to do your, your cold calling, your prospecting in the morning, but Hey, something's come up and you know, your, your kid or, or something's going on in the house and you just can't do it. You're just going to have to plan that you're going to do it in the afternoon. So, um, I try to, you know, try to do some things during the different odd hours. Sure. Try to have a very fluid schedule so that, you know, at least you're getting your two hours, three hours of cold calling in um, and, and doing stuff like that. Yeah, it makes sense. One of the things I'm doing and advising people to do is work lists. And so lists of a to-do list and lists of clients is not something that's brand new to either of us, Mike. We've both been selling for collectively probably like 60 years or something crazy. 
And yeah. lists in my CRM, whatever CRM that you use, you can usually either tag uh, a group of clients or you can add them to a contact group or whatever the circumstances. And then one of the things I'm doing to stay focused is I'm working lists. So I might say yeah. at 11 a.m., I'm going to work my main prospecting list as an example. At yeah. 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to work my retention list. Um, at noon, um, I'm going to work my my renewals list or something like that. And so I've been working a lot of lists. The other thing, and I don't know if this is a problem for you, Mike, or for the others that are listening to the podcast, I am um, I don't let my inbox control my day because if I find myself staring at my inbox, then that means I'm waiting for it to guide me. And if your inbox yes. guides your day, that means you become a slave to your inbox, Barb. And you definitely don't uh, want to do that. Do you have that experience, uh, Mike, where sometimes you find yourself just kind of like lost in the glow of the screen? <laughs> or, the, or the ding that comes in. You're like, oh, there's another one. Yes, I yeah. got an email. But <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, and, and also uh, things that I like to do too is, is like Zoom calls or Skype calls sure. or something that you have to have physical appearance with somebody else. It, right. it will make you... Hey, I've got to take my hat off or I got to take a shower today or I've got to get ready, you know, and, and getting ready to the office. Plus, you yeah. know, from your family perspective of, hey, I've got to call at 11 and 11:30 and 12. You know that you've blocked off time. Right. You know that you're going to be on with somebody and so that they're going to have to respect your privacy or respect, you know, what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've set rules for you have to set rules for your family, for your cat, for your dog, for the mailman, for everything. And right. uh, Barb, so uh, you're not. So we're all as they as the commercials say, we're all in this together, uh, Barb uh, from Idaho. And thankfully, at least up in Idaho, you haven't been. Uh, the state hasn't been overtaken uh, with COVID nineteen. So hopefully, by the time you hear this, you guys will be somewhat back. Uh, you know, back to business. So good, uh, good question from you, Barb in Idaho. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, uh, Terry from uh, my old stomping grounds uh, in in Chicago. Great question from from Terry here. Is LinkedIn still an effective way to reach people during and post uh, COVID? And uh, Terry, you know, good question. LinkedIn is probably one of my go-to sales tools of all the tools in the old toolbox. And what I found post-COVID, pre-COVID, during COVID <laughs> is um, that I found that LinkedIn continues to be uh, a great way to connect with people. One of the most common things, though, that people do that's a mistake, in my opinion, and then Mike, I'd love to hear your opinion. I actually don't connect with people until I've had some reason to connect with them or I've maybe had a conversation with them. What I don't care for is when people want to connect with me and A, I have no idea who they are. They're like not in my industry. They're from some foreign country. I have no idea who they are. I really value my network so much so that I don't connect with people until I really have a reason to. Now, a lot of people do that backwards. They connect and with them, and then they create a conversation. I just feel like my network is only as strong as the knowledge I have about the people that are in the network. So I have also found on LinkedIn that um, when I can in-message somebody, you have to pay for it, but when I in-message somebody, I almost always get a response. So I feel like everybody's all tired out on email, but LinkedIn messaging and the in-mail piece tends to tends to work for me. So I really like LinkedIn. Um, Mike, do you like LinkedIn? What do you use it for? That kind of thing. I use LinkedIn quite a bit. And especially as you're coming upon a new customer or a client, you look them up and you can find out information about that person. I do subscribe to the premium service as well so that I can send out those messages. I've found the ex same exact experience as you have is if you do send a message through LinkedIn, 
that nine times out of 10, somebody's going to respond to it. Um, even if it's, you know, thanks for connecting that kind of stuff. I will say though, I'm probably a little bit looser than you are. I will reach out to people that I haven't met yet, but are in that same industry Mm -hmm. and somebody that I think I might want to have on my list so that if I am posting information on LinkedIn, that I'm hoping that they're going to see it or join groups that I'm in. Uh, but yeah, I I do use uh, LinkedIn quite a bit just to, uh, uh, expand my network, um, in my, you know, business dealings. Yeah. A lot of times people say, do, should I prospect people from a sales perspective and be anonymous, like put myself in anonymous mode? And I say, no, I don't do that. Um, I, li- I want people to know that I'm looking at their profile and I think that that's okay. So, and then Travis, Terry, Barb, everybody that's listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, don't be afraid to sell. Um, I can recognize in the first few days, first few weeks of COVID-19, it was super awkward. Now it's not that people are over it per se, but it's okay. People are a lot more open to receiving sales calls now. And so get back to your game. Uh, as you said, Mike, you know, be sympathetic, be empathetic. Uh, but friends, don't be afraid to, to get back to your get back to your sales game. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, so Mike, you mentioned to me that, um, you know, you guys uh, also have um, uh, at OpenLook, you have some salespeople that um, can potentially, um, you know, be used uh, at your as your services, virtual assistants and all that kind of stuff. What kind of new things you guys have going on? We uh, so we've got a lot of people now that uh, are are doing virtual employees. So over the last couple of months, as things have changed for companies, either some people aren't, uh, some of their employees are not uh, able to get into the office here in the U.S. and they still need to get their publication out, or they still need to get their product out. They need help, um, and we've gotten a lot of calls from people like, "Look, I've got." seven days to get something completed. Can you guys help us? Right. Um, so we've been jumping in on those projects. Um, and it, yeah, it seems like it's just been nonstop. It's been a crazy two months for us. Yeah, that's great. Just, you know, friends, just as an example, like I had a, a database project, um, where I had a bunch of data that I needed to get put in one spreadsheet. And then my virtual assistant from open look was able to take that data, kick it back to me, uh, in less than 24 hours with all the data cleaned up and things like that. So Anything that you can think to outsource is something that uh, you might want to reach out uh, to Mike on. So the website there is open-look.com, open-look.com, and reach out to Mike. He'd love to strategize. So thanks, Mike, for answering the questions. Sure appreciate uh, you jumping uh, jumping on the show with me every month. Yep. Thanks, Ryan. Hopefully sometime in the near future, we'll be able to uh, see each other at a bar again. Exactly. Exactly. That's where we need to record the next podcast. That's for sure. (laughs) That would be great. All right, friends, that's our podcast for the month. Boy, we sure appreciate your support from all the cast and crew over here at Brainswell Media. Sure appreciate you. Uh, Because of you and your support, we raised over $3,000 during COVID-19 for the Golden Harvest Food Bank. So thank you for that. And of course, all of our training programs. Uh, We're already doing virtual training, but we really amped up what we can do for you and for your company. So whether it's marketing strategy, sales training, you name it, we can handle up to 3,000 people. Um, on our training sessions, and we've got a full HD studio here, so happy to help you with that. Head over to RyanDorn.com, click on the training tab or the Contact Us tab, and maybe you and I can jump on a strategy call. We'll get your sales reps, your marketing team set straight and ready to rock and roll in a post-COVID world. All right, as I said before, thanks so much for your support. And just remember, friends, if sales was easy, everybody would be doing it. And they're not, so we're either crazy, (laughs) which is possible, or we found a career that will feed our families for a lifetime. All right, we'll see you on the next show. 